This is the Doing It With Together podcast. I am your host, Brock Nelson, the director of Together Agency here on the big old Gold Coast. Let's get into it. I'm just checking in today uh, because one of my friends, Julia, who's uh, studying investigative journalism in university uh, locally here on the Gold Coast, um, she was asking me uh, a couple of nights ago, you know, if there was anything on the Gold Coast where in the music industry that I found lacking or something that stood out in the scene so she could sort of find an angle, you know, something where you know, she'd be able to look into and, and be able to ask questions and, and find out more about the scene. Um, <clears throat> in doing that, she sort of proposed some questions as well. Like, so once she figured out uh, what what she wanted, like, I think I gave her some points, you know, one of them was uh, now how Gold Coast musicians don't necessarily have to move interstate uh, anymore. They're making it big here and they're not having to move anymore, which has been fantastic. You know, we've got artists like Wongo, uh, Paces, uh, Lowdown that have all made it massive locally. You know, they're, they've basically paid their dues over the last 10, 12, eight years um, and made it big, but they haven't had to move at all. They've just stayed on the Gold Coast and lived out their life where they love living and um, continued on their merry way and they're making it big and touring nationally and, and you know, obviously Paces won't go touring internationally at the moment. Um, so she raised some questions uh, and I just thought, <clears throat> what better... I thought, uh, what better way to answer these questions uh, than by turning on the microphone and talking to you guys as well. So I'm going to read out the questions first. Um, and this is going to be totally live. I haven't uh, written the answers yet. I'm just going to give you my honest opinion uh, once I read out the question and we'll go from there. <clears throat> so first question, when you first started out in the Gold Coast music scene as a DJ, uh, or she's put here in brackets or wherever else you may have started, what was it like? Uh, was the community friendly? Was it hard to make? Uh, your mark did venues accommodate like they do today um i actually started on the music scene in events um you know it and i started in a, in, a, in an era where the scene um was sort of in a moment of flux like house music was massive back then uh and obviously the gold coast you know the internet had only just started so myspace um, was just becoming a big thing here and 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 uh, was sort of controlling the scene and sort of how we listened to music and, and how we all connected with each other. Um, but, you know, the internet still wasn't a massive player or as massive a player as it is now. You would still, you know, do poster runs. would be a big thing. Um, you know, basically going around to stores and making sure they all had flyers. Uh, you know, flyer runs were massive as well. Um, but the Gold Coast as a whole was sort of just playing either commercial or house music and there was nothing else. Uh, so when I started in the music scene here, I realised there was a gap where we could have, uh, I think at the time, um, you know, French electronic, you know, sort of that EDM w was just starting, but it wasn't the EDM that we have now. It was like um, Daft Punk, uh, you know, Penal, presets, all those sort of acts that, 
were just coming through at the time. Cut copy, you know, another massive electronic strain act. Um, were all coming through, but they weren't. That sort of stuff. Music wasn't getting paid on the uh, Gold Coast, so I thought to myself, let's start like a punk electronic scene here on the coast, and I went about <clears throat> doing that sort of thing. But it wasn't, you know, accommodating. wasn't definitely something I felt. Uh, it it was met with a lot of uh, fight back. Um, it did it did become popular, but a lot of venues, you know, definitely hated it. Um, I don't think the the DJ community. Oh no, actually no. That was before lockout. So, the DJ and the nightclub community was very very close knit. Um, you know now with lockout, it's actually, you know, obviously there was five AM licenses back then as well. So, five AM licenses, no lockout. Basically, if you finish your shift early, you know, if your club was a bit quieter, you would grab all your friends or all the other staff that might have finished as well and you would head to another club where you, or some of your other friends were working. Um, that, you know, like that, that's the sort of scene back then in between hospitality, uh, not necessarily DJs per se, because, you know, that's still dog eat dog, like they're looking for venues that they could play in. But bartending and, and events and, and et cetera, things like that were it was massive to go in between venues and, and chat, you know, and, and run events at different venues, um, you know, as a bartender, go and catch up with people because it wasn't so hard and it was so much easier for the community, for, you know, your punters and the, and the, the customers to sort of move between venues as well because there was no lockout. So, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't, you know, like DJing now, you know, well, the music scene now, it, you have to be much more loyal. The loyalty there is 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 massive now, and you know DJ sets are, are much shorter. Whereas back then, to make a stamp, you just sort of became a resident at a venue, and that's where you played. You played there Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, now more so, it, it's like you play one place Thursday, you play one place Friday, you want play one place Saturday, one place Sunday. Um, you know, except in smaller towns, obviously, where there's one venue, but. You know where it it seems like it's pretty much you know the the lockout dynamic and um, you know not being able to stay open a bit longer now has really changed how the community in interacts and and how the music industry interacts with each other uh, around venues. There's a lot more you know venues trying to hold on to five or six. Uh, entertainers, artists, DJs, uh, and have them be completely loyal and, and, and um, you know, signed to that one venue more so than in previous times where it was just one DJ <clears throat> or one entertainer, one artist sticking with that venue. So they're trying to, it's more of a land grab now, you know, like they're trying to find the coolest people uh, with the biggest followings uh, locally that they can uh, hold on to themselves. So yeah, that was that one. Uh, next question, what are the pros of starting out as a DJ, MC, entertainer with the music and event scene uh, being what it is today? She's put here in brackets, uh, developed, more open to new talent, etc. Um, there, I think currently, um, obviously with the way the state of the internet, you know, social media, marketing, etc. The amount of information like, Jesus the amount of information that is available to anyone that wants it uh, is incredible. And it's something that I personally, uh, as a person that looks after an agency, try to teach so much of, much of, about to the artists that we look after is like, we necessarily can't do everything for you. 
but the information out there that's available to you via YouTube, via Facebook, via Google, like it's all there. You, you know, like agents are there because we've formed relationships that exist prior um, to you. You know, like a lot of people we deal with aren't necessarily, you know, like if you start a business or an agent, generally you're a bit older and you've got more experience and you, you know, you have all these things, but, but if you're looking to sort of go out on your own, there is so much information available and there, that wasn't available there to you previously. Like the, the internet is so much more powerful now. You, you know, people, <laughs> I'm always baffled about how much information there is just even on YouTube, like how to guides, uh, whether it's marketing yourself on SoundCloud or whether it's, um, how to shoot a, uh, a vlog or, or how to record the perfect mix. Um, and all the audio programs now that are available to you, you don't necessarily have to, um, you know, even be a good DJ, uh, to, you know, you know, mixtapes used to be live and now I can put one together in 20 minutes with my favorite tracks all off a, you know, an audio program where I sort of just put the mixes together so all I have to do is be skilled at a computer rather than actually be a DJ um, per se. So I can still sort of fake it till you make it a lot easier now nowadays uh, than you could previously. And the event scene, obviously, uh, now you can target markets directly rather than sort of wandering around the Gold Coast trying to find where's the best place to put a poster up. Uh, you can now go straight out to the market with how powerful, obviously, social media has become um but yeah i think that that one's that that one's answered uh next question how do you think it's different for a gold coast entertainer dj musician etc um to gain fans and listeners when compared to five ten years ago well i sort of went into that with the the last question but i'll go into it in a little bit more depth here um not a crazy amount but i'll just go into a little bit more the the ease um it's not necessarily easy. It still requires hard work. But if you commit between four to five hours, like this is if you want to make it big. Like if you actually treat it like a job, um, you know, if, if you want music to be your life, it is you, if it is, you woke up uh, one day on this world and went, my life's work is going to be, I'm going to be a DJ, a musician, MC, artist, singer, something like that. And you went, that's what I'm going to be. And you committed to it you have to treat it like a job. So in your spare time, you would need to commit between four and five hours of not, and this is not even to your music, like to your craft. You need to be committing that to your marketing, to getting your name out there, to making sure your people can understand what your brand is. Uh, and, you know, the punters out there, because it's not just, you know, people are so wrapped up in listeners. Um, you know, listeners listens fans buy you know like you you need fans you need those true fans those people those diehard people that are going to come to your shows that are gonna buy your t-shirt um and the only way to build those people is to interact and get out there and you know if you don't have the money you can't get out there you know how you do it get on social media uh and find the people you know search the hashtags that relate to you the most all these things and they're, they're so you know like these these particular things are so easy to do. You can do it from the comfort of your couch, watching a movie in the background. Like it's so easy, yet so many people uh, don't do it. Um, and I think, you know, as far as the Gold Coast goes, where 
you know, we might not be as big as the other cities and it might not be as easy here to do it across social media, but, you know, I, I think it's still easy and I think the Gold Coast is, is a growing market and, and um, you know, those, those ways through social media are definitely possible here to grow in the scene. It is being done now uh, and has been proven slowly with the current artists in the landscape now. So there are no more excuses. You cannot say the Gold Coast uh, doesn't provide as it has now with a couple, you know, there's quite a few touring artists now that all live here and all started here and all have lived here most of their lives. So no more excuses. Um, yeah, I think that that's, that's sort of answered there. Um, last question here. Um, oh no, I think she's got two more questions. Uh, the last the last one sort of what impact has social media had on developing Gold Coast out of trying to break out the industry? I think I sort of answered that before, so I'll sort of skip to this uh, other last one. Do you think it's necessarily uh, necessary for Gold Coast artists to have to move to big cities like Melbourne, Sydney, or Brisbane to, in adverted commas, make it big? Now, this is really, you know, this is basically where we started, where, where I said to her, uh, to Julia, that, you know, what's been impressive to me now over the last couple of years is, is it's shown, and then sort of as I mentioned before, is that artists now haven't had to leave the Gold Coast. You know, I've been a big advocate of staying here in the Gold Coast and, you know, how do you think that you can go and make it in a place like Sydney and Melbourne that has, you know, so many artists? I know it's easier access to agents and um, labels and et cetera like that, but if you can't make it big in a smaller town, what makes you think you can make it big by moving to somewhere that has more fish in the pond? Why not be the biggest fish in the smallest pond and then move to the bigger pond? Sure, you'll go back a little bit, but you're not going to go back as far because you've already built a fan group. And if you've done the right thing, they're already purchasing your music. They're already interested in your stuff. They're already promoting you internally through their, you know, <clears throat> through their communities and you're big, you've built a name and then the rest of the states want to take notice of you and, and, and help you tour. Um, you know, and, it, and it's been so interesting to me to watch bands, DJs, everything, you know, sort of fob off the Gold Coast as a place that they sort of have to escape. Um, but it's so beautiful here and, and the lifestyle is amazing compared to a lot of the bigger cities. And, you know, there are more events, more chances in a lot of those places, but... If you're not already good and big, those chances aren't really around anyway. You still have to make it big in another town where you don't know as many people. Um, and that's just, you know, this is just one man's opinion uh, on these things. So, you know, you can take it as uh, with a grain of salt, really. But I do not think it is necessary for people to leave the Gold Coast. Um, artists have been proving it now over the last couple of years. I, I might not have been close enough to the scene to know, you know, even like Amy Shark, you know, something, someone like her, she is insanely big now. And she's from the Gold Coast. Like there, there's, there's four or five artists I can name off now that have all made it big and have all been a part of the Gold Coast and all done it here and all still call it home here. So I don't necessarily think you need to move anymore. And, and now with, you know, the way you can communicate over the internet, like a lot of agencies and a lot of uh, labels and stuff wanted people closer. Like they sort of moved their artists closer because they wanted them closer and they wanted to 
be able to see them and talk to them and, and do all those things. And you don't necessarily have to do that anymore because the the internet's just, you know, matured basically. So you can, the level of which you can video chat to each other um, is insane now, like even with just your mobile phone. So it's it's like having someone in your living room and, and, and even artists now communicating across the world. Like we have um, a producer, not necessarily not on the Gold Coast here, in Sydney uh, that's internationally recognised and she also sings and she's been singing on you know artists like rl grime diplo's tracks over like singing on their tracks and hasn't left the country you know like the first time she left the country i think was to go to an awards ceremony and you that is where the internet that is where the world is at now and so saying you know you have to leave a small town to go and and make it big is just a lie you know you can make it big from anywhere everything is at your fingertips now with computers and, and the way the internet is and um i think it's sort of going to be the way that it stays as we move into more technology with things like ar vr um all making that point over the next you know 15 to 20 years it's just going to get easier and easier to stay you know people will move further and further inland um and then only you know because why would you, you know why would you want to get bothered as a big artist like once you get big when you can move somewhere and you don't have to do anything and then you just go places to tour and that's it you know you don't have to what's the rules on having to live where everyone else lives um and especially you know as i said now that everything else has matured so much and technology has come so far um but that's yeah i think that's answered all the questions aptly uh i'd like to thank you guys all so much for listening uh, my name's brock uh if you want to check out the rest of together agency stuff you can head to www togetheragency.com.au you can check out all our artists and what we're up to with events etc uh thanks again for listening check you later thank you so much for listening to the podcast uh you guys are all amazing i can't thank you enough for spending the time taking the time to have a listen to what I have to say over here or what one of my guests have had to say. Uh, if you have the time now, I'd love if you go check out the mixtapes on our Mixcloud. Check them out, mixcloud.com slash togetheragencyau. That is togetheragencyau. Check them out. Have a good day.